The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 92 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost a tough one to the Los Angeles Lakers by the score of 143-138. to LeBron James, who's one of the greatest players of all time, ended up with 39 points and had a great night for the Lakers. But the Spurs battled, and they battled back. That's their third loss to the Lakers this season, and now their eighth loss in a row. It's an eight-game losing streak for the Spurs. So there was a lot of that. Also, Zach Collins got ejected for a hard foul on Russell Westbrook that left him bloody, and uh, that was kind of a little bit of a scene there in the game. And there was a, a few other things. Drew, what did you think about the game? Yeah, it was a pretty good game. I think we played well. Actually scored the most points that we've scored this season with 138, beating that game where we scored 137 against the Pacers but also tied for the most points given up. But we had a pretty good game shooting it, 50% from the field, 48% from three, um, kept the ball in our hands pretty well, only with 10 turnovers. But they they had 17, but they had 24 points off turnovers, and we only had 10, but we still had more turnovers. So a little bit we could have capitalized there more, but we take DL by five points. Yeah, and, you know, with this loss, a lot of the Spurs fans are kind of starting to see where we're falling in the uh, standings. We're sitting right now with the fourth worst record overall. So if you're a draft pick uh, person, you know, odds-wise, you're really slated to get a top-five pick, most likely. And, you know, you got Webb and Yama and Scoot Henderson, and there's also uh, Amen Thompson from Overtime G Elite, who's been doing really well, so... A lot of, lot of really talented guys in the picture, but we're going to get back to this game. So, with that being said, let's get to our top two. Drew, who were your top two? Yeah, for my number one top two, you have to go Trey Jones, who put up 23 points, which is a career high for Trey Jones, 13 assists, 8 rebounds, 2 rebounds away from missing a triple-double, and only one turnover. He didn't turn the ball over, so good job from him. My second top two, I decided to go with Doug McDermott. It was a battle between a couple people, but I decided to go with Doug McDermott, who put up 15 points, three assists, two rebounds, shooting six of 14 from the field, and three of seven from the three-point line in 26 minutes. All right, so that's a good one. You had Trey and Doug. I also had Trey Jones as my top one. Um, you know, that was just a phenomenal game for him. Really did a lot of the point guard, and I'm excited about what Trey Jones has been bringing to the table. He's just as steady as they come. Every game he comes with it, and uh, even if he has a rough shooting night, he bounces back and uh, distributes the ball well, plays solid defense. So really proud of Trey Jones. My second one is somebody that's, uh, you know, taking a little bit of a, a heat, but uh, he's been kind of struggling lately. And we're going to listen to an interview from Mr. Keldon Johnson, who had 26 points. I was really proud of him because he got started with a, a slow start shooting. 
he was two of twelve early on, and uh, just really couldn't couldn't find a shot, which has been his story for the last three or four games. But he started hitting and started putting up some points and started doing a lot of good things, and uh, actually ended up with uh, ten rebounds as well. So he had twenty six points and ten rebounds. Here's a little clip from Keldon talking about his recent struggles. Like every every player goes through uh, rough patches. Um, every player, you know, you know, it's, it's hard to shoot the ball. You know, at however percentage I was shooting at the beginning of the season, I started really, really, really hot, and then um, you know a little setback came. And you know, I adjusted and you know came back out here tonight ready to go. You know, and uh, I f- can't thank my teammates, my coaches enough uh, to continue to believe in me through. You know, all the red patches help me keep shooting the ball and things like that. And, um, you know, as a young player like myself, you know, that, that means the world to me. That, you know, my my teammates and coaches uh, believe in me through the thick and thin. That, you know, uh, regardless of if I'm playing bad or if I'm shooting bad or, or good, you know, that they hold me accountable and let me know uh, what I'm doing wrong and also when, when I'm, what I'm doing good as well. So, All right. So that's Kelton Johnson reminding us of why we love him. He's he's really had to battle through this, and sometimes your shot's not falling. But I was really proud of his 26 and 10, so that's my top two. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Drew, who do you have? Yeah, it was kind of tough to come up with the bottom two, putting up 138 points. Not too many people had bad games. But for my number one bottom two, I ended up going with Charles Bassey, who only put up zero points and one rebound. Only played two minutes, though, so don't really blame him on that. But only playing two minutes, it was tough to find a bottom two, so I had to go with him. In the second bottom two, I decided to go with Jeremy Sohan. In a short game before getting injured, he put up five points, three assists, shooting two of six from the field and one of one from the three-point range in 14 minutes. All right, so you had Bassey and Sohan. I actually also had uh, Charles Bassey as my number one just because he, wa- he wasn't a big factor in the game at all. And, uh, you know, he missed his one shot. So Charles Bassey was number one. My number two was actually also Jeremy Sohan. Uh, you know, he just didn't have a great night for him. After he's been putting together some games, he was two of six shooting. I did like the fact that he hit a three and uh, he limited the turnovers. It was just such a great offensive outing for a lot of our guys. It's tough to pick a bottom two in this one. So that's why Sohan was our guy. All right. Now we get on to the segment of our show, which is the question of the day. Tonight's question comes from Jenny in Cibolo, Texas. Jenny's question was, I really like the city uniforms, the turquoise color, but I can't tell when the Spurs wear those. I'd like to go catch a game and uh, see them in those uniforms. So could you guys tell me or enlighten me as to when the Spurs wear those? Drew, I'll let you take this one. Yeah, so this is a good question here. I just figured this out tonight. I'm pretty sure that the Spurs wear these uniforms on Friday night home games. They did it against the Bucks and they did it against the Lakers, and they haven't worn them since that. So I think it's Friday night home games. Okay, and that'll be something to monitor as the season goes on just to see if they pop them out on the road or another night or something. But as of right now, we'll stick with Friday night and see how that rolls. All right. Now it's time for the, uh, oh, and remember, sorry, I forgot to throw this in earlier, but on the question of the day, you can always text me at 512-540-1626 or email your questions to spurspodcast99 at gmail.com. All right, 
Now it's time for this day in Spurs history, and Drew has a great one for us. Drew? Yeah, so I'm just going to take us back only one year to November 26th, 2021, uh, where the Spurs hosted the Celtics, and we were at this game. The Spurs ended up getting this win 96-88. DeJounte Murray had a great game, putting up 29 points, 6 assists, 11 rebounds, Three steals. He did it all. He was amazing that game. That was the game when I was like, yeah, he's really going to be good in this league. So, a great game from him. My second top two, I mean, my second, well, another player that went, did good was Keldon Johnson, who put up 17 points, 14 rebounds, two assists, two steals, and had an amazing dunk over two defenders and then sat on him. So, a great night from him. And then Derek White, who put up 17 points. Seven assists, eight rebounds. Joachim Pertle, who put up seven points and 12 boards. Trey Jones, who put up 12 points, two assists. And Lonnie Walker, who put up 10 points. And the Spurs improved their record to 5-13 and when beating the Celtics on November 26, 2021. All right, that's a good one. And that, little did we know at that time that the Celtics were going to be in the finals that year. And so the Spurs sat them with a 5-13 and 13 record. That was pretty impressive. Great one, Drew. Thank you. All right, now it's time to get to our preview of our upcoming game. The upcoming game is going to be Wednesday, November 30th. The Spurs travel to Oklahoma City to play the Thunder. The Thunder have really been an interesting team this year. Drew, what can you tell us about OKC? Yeah, the Thunder coming into this game are 8-12. and 12. They are currently in a match against the Pelicans. But the Thunder have some great, talented players. Um, one of them is jo- um, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who's had a phenomenal year, averaging 31 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Also have Josh Giddy, who does it all. He's averaging 15 points, 5 rebounds, I mean 7 rebounds, 6 assists. Lou Dort, who's averaging 13 points and four rebounds, and um, Jalen Williams, the rookie, who's averaging 10 points a game and about two rebounds. So this Thunder team is a very young team. I think they're one of the youngest teams in the NBA. What do you think about this Thunder team? Yeah, they're really interesting. Shea Gilgis Alexander this year has been phenomenal, and and of course you got Josh Giddy. They also, if you'll remember correctly, they drafted Chet Holmgren with the number two pick, and he's out for the season. So he's not even playing with them right now, but he's obviously a talented, talented athlete. Here's the other thing. They have nobody injured. Nobody's out for their game, so everybody's going to be full health, of course, except for Chet Holmgren. The Spurs are going to be missing Josh Richardson. They've already called him out for the for that game. And uh, a couple other guys, Sohan and Pirtle, are listed as day-to-day, and so is Kata Bates-Diop. So we'll see which Spurs come out and uh, see how the Thunder roll, but it uh, should be a good good ball game. Right now they're locked in a real close one with the New Orleans Pelicans at, at time of recording. So let's get to our player to go off in our prediction. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that with this next game, Keldon Johnson's out of his spunk officially, and I think he's my player to go off. I expect a big night for Keldon, and uh, unfortunately, I think the losing streak continues. I think we go to nine in a row. I think the Spurs drop it to Oklahoma City by eight. Who do you have for a player to go off, and what's your prediction? Yeah, so I agree with Keldon Johnson to be the player to go off, but actually, I think he could be any one of the starters. Um, after a couple of days off, I think it could be anybody, but I would go with Keldon Johnson. And my prediction for this game, 
I also agree. I think the Spurs are going to continue this nine-game losing streak. I hope they don't, though. I want to get a win. But I think they're going to lose this game by seven points against Oklahoma City. All right. So Drew's got them losing by seven, and I got them at eight. I haven't seen a Las Vegas line on this one yet, but we'll kind of follow that as that goes. So it's going to be a, a tough challenge for the Spurs. All the tanksters and the draft people that want us to get uh, Webb and Yama or Scoot Henderson, they're they're getting excited as this losing streak builds on. But like you said, it, it would be nice to see us get a win near there. So anyway, that brings us to the end of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. And uh, we will see you on Wednesday night after the Spurs play the Thunder. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!